0: Do you think you're playing football? Do you think you're playing football? Do you think you're playing football? You are showing me nothing!
1: Fires, Mike Sims, Walker! Knocked down! Right, oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back! Auburn's going to win the football game! In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the forty. Gets again! Jackson, Jackson himself. Look at him, dark. back and forth. Oh, he broke his ankles! I have never seen this before in my life. Still looking. Firing. Near corner. It's caught! Denver!
0: Unbelievable! And hey, welcome to the North Down Fiesta. Hello! Welcome to the 4th Down Fiasco, your go-to podcast for an in-depth exploration of all things football. Each week, we dissect the highs and lows of last week's games, offering expert analysis, a term loosely used in our industry, player insight, and memorable moments. I'm the light-skinned lunatic, Jordan Pryor, and with me is the star of the show, the anti-social social worker, Tanner Vinsky. Say hello to the people, Tanner. Yo, yo, yo. The rundown of today's podcast will go like this. In our first segment, we'll go over last week's games and highlight a few of the best and the worst ones. And yes, we will take a moment to mourn the death of Tommy DeVito's career. Followed by that, uh, we will look into the current playoff standings and projections for some games next week. Then we will end the show by arguing about who deserves the MVP. Now this week, there is no Danny Weber or Jay Pride the sports guy, but we should have a ton of fun nonetheless. With that, it's fourth down and goal to go, Tan the man. Are we gonna win today? Not at all. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh that's great. Uh Danny's Danny said last week that we were gonna butt fumble. So you know it 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 all works the yeah. same. Let's let's so, lose the game, shall we?
1: Exactly. Let's get this done.
0: Yeah, and with that, let's dive into the games from last week, starting with Rams Saints. Got any comments uh, for us, Dan?
1: Well, yeah, so with Rams Saints, um, I mean it's one proving that the the Saints quarterback room is a mess right they're not really they're not designed to do much well <laughs> but on um, the opposite side of that is the rams are starting to finally find their footing um after a really down year with a lot of injuries um pretty much their entire roster uh they're seeming like they're in a much better position uh matthew stafford's playing to his potential and i mean with that receiving core. They're only going to get a healthier cup as the season goes on. I mean, they're the team in the NFC you do not want to pull in the wild card. Um, yeah,
0: and Puka Nakua is just having the rookie season of a lifetime. I mean, just going absolutely insane. What is that? 164 yards. That's yeah. disgusting.
1: Well, and it's one of those things too where you you look at it a lot with some of the like the best quarterbacks to do it where you have these receivers that are really good and they go somewhere else and they look terrible. But when they're playing with somebody like a Stafford or a Brady or like Ben in his prime, they elevate the competent, like they elevate the receivers around them. And then you see those guys walk away and they go somewhere else. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh wait, these guys aren't that great. So part of it, I'm sure is Puka's really good, but I'm, I think most of it really does come down to Stafford gets the most out of his receivers.
0: Fair. I mean he is he is a total warrior and I'm looking at it now and it looks like so yeah this is the first time all season that they've had a winning record too.
1: Yep, good time to do it.
0: Yeah. Hey, I mean it, always play your best football down the stretch, you know? That that's how you yeah. win games. Um moving on to too bad Danny's not here, but uh Bengals Steelers. Man, your boys look good out there.
1: Well, it was it was something I've been saying since the beginning of the season is that Mitch Trubisky shouldn't be on the roster. I mean, Mitch is,
0: he shouldn't he, be on any roster.
1: He shouldn't be on any roster. I mean, he's a fringe third QB. Um, yeah. When you're really desperate to put someone in and, you know, this three game skid we would have, we had wouldn't have happened if we were starting Mason and Mason's not anything amazing, but, he can actually see the open receivers. I mean, that was the thing I've been yelling at about the Steelers for the last like two to three months is just like Kenny and Mitch just don't take the open guys. They're not willing to push the ball down the field. They're not willing to scan when their first or second uh, receiver isn't open. But Mason was actually looking to his third and fourth options. He was willing to take those Paul, take those balls and, One of the big things was when he had that big uh, sideline throw to George Pickens for the touchdown, the second one of the day, Mm -hmm. I don't think any, I don't think we've had a shot play like that. That's connected all season. I mean, we've had the slants that go for 80 something yards before, like George Pickens at the beginning, but the big shot play hasn't happened until we threw in Mason. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it, it was much better. I don't know about the Steelers odds to make the playoffs at this point, they have to win out and they need a couple of help from the AFC South teams in order to get there. But it, you know, well, <laughs> we're definitely going to go nine and eight at least. So keep that record going. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: you, you will, you will have your winning record by then. We'll have the
1: winner record. But I mean, if we make the playoffs, if some of the defense can start getting a little healthier, I think the Steelers are a scary team to pull. Um, yeah. Which is a complete opposite of what the Bengals look like. I don't think. I think the Bengals look like, if you're one of the home teams that are going to have a playoff game this year, you want to pull the Bengals. Um, they Probably don't have a whole incredibly
0: lot. Incredibly human on Sunday. I mean, three interceptions and just staring mm-hmm. guys down. He should have. He should have taken a, a page from a, a Rudolph's book because, I mean, he was. Yeah, just... when
1: the first or second guy wasn't open, it was over. Yeah. yeah.
0: And was just making just awful throws.
1: No, I mean, he, it was funny. I was, so I was at the game, and when we were there, our whole, our whole stand started uh, chanting, enjoy the XFL <laughs> wow. to Browning as he was, as he was oh, going after every vulnerable. drive. So, yeah, there's nothing like watching a division game in person. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure that is. But brilliant. yeah, Browning looked terrible. I think the only person who looked good on the Bengals team was T. Higgins. Everybody else looked like, they didn't deserve to be out there. So it's, it's a bad fall for the Bengals. They pull the chiefs who are going to be hungry, needing a win to stay alive. Mm-hmm. They're, they're probably out of it, but people said they were probably out of it when Burrow went down. So you never know.
0: Yeah. I mean, Hey, anytime that your backup can at least make the season exciting, in my opinion, that's a, it's a moral that's a win. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to Bill's Chargers, This game was actually a little bit closer than I thought it would be.
1: Uh, no, it it was it's yeah. that was the most interesting part about it was I mean the Chargers have looked terrible but they again the bills have not looked great this year and yeah they've been catching fire and Josh Allen has been playing to the level he should usually play at um, but doesn't um, but yeah I mean this you, you can't have it be that close against the Chargers I mean this roster is just downright terrible.
0: Yeah, they're too, and the Bills are too talented of a team. Gabe Davis went crazy though. Um, I saw that he had what was that four catches, 139 yards, and a touchdown. Um, but he he was really the only uh, of out of their receivers that really looked like he was who he you know he came to play. So
1: the issue with Gabe Davis though is, I mean, I feel like he does that every like he he'll have a really good week and it looks like, oh my God, Gabe Davis is this amazing talent. He's always getting to get open. He's getting these huge shot plays, but then he just goes invisible. Yeah,
0: in he, he disappears for like three weeks.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It's not, it, it is not a, it is not a good formula for the Bills to have. I don't know how sustainable it's going to be. And I mean, that defense, that Bills defense is so banged up. Like, they're going to have a hard time stopping anybody when it comes down to the the playoffs i mean oh yeah it's it's gonna be tough for them
0: for sure speaking of tough uh tough week for the texans losing to the browns 36 22 i will say hey browns look like they have a little bit of life in them and it's 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 entertaining the shit out of me man joe flacco is he's doing joe flacco things
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, what it was, it was his first ever back-to-back (laughs) 300-yard games of his career at 40-something years old, or 39 years old or something.
0: 90 years old, you know, and three touchdowns, two picks, a very Joe Flacco stat line, if we're being completely honest about it.
1: Oh, absolutely. It doesn't doesn't get more Joe Flacco than that. The Texans losing C.J. Stroud was was really bad for them. I they're going to have a hard time winning any games down the stretch at this point. They had they had a lot of hope. They they probably could have made some noise in the playoffs, but if C.J.s not coming back, they're they're going to be tough. And the Browns, you know, it really does just come down to can they have reliable quarterback play from Joe Flacco? That defense is going to always keep them in games. Mm-hmm. But their run, def- their their run game is looking worse. So they're really going to need to rely on Joe Flacco more than they could have at the beginning of the season, because they're not getting a whole lot of production out of Jerome Ford and company yeah. anymore. Fifteen
0: so. carries, twenty-five yards. That is a uh, disgusting abysmal. Yeah,
1: yeah, abysmal.
0: I mean, thankfully for fantasy purposes, he did get me a touchdown, which I appreciated. But so
1: that's all you need, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Just <laughs> po- points is really all I care about for teams that aren't my team. Exactly. Uh, and then uh Jets Washington. <laughs> Anytime I can watch the Commies lose it, it's great for me. So uh, 30 to 28 Jets over Washington. Any comments about it?
1: I think the Jets are the most entertaining bad team of all time. Um, <laughs> you don't That's you don't exciting. know what you don't know what you're going to get with the Jets every week. And you know the, the I think the Browns play the Jets next week. And it's one of those games where I've been telling people, I'm like, you know, I think the Jets could win that one. Like, I think there there is a reality where the Jets upset the Browns. I think it's even in Cleveland, too, which is even more disgusting. Um, I don't know. I'd have to look at it. But I think it's somewhere in – yeah, it is in Cleveland. And Cleveland's got a minus 7.5 for that game right now. But I don't know. The Jets somehow come out with these games where they actually put up a decent offensive production. And, you know, Brees Hall is – Brees Hall is one of my favorite running backs to watch in the NFL right now. Brees Hall is so dynamic. He really needs way more touches than he gets. And I mean, there's enough weapons around Zach Wilson that if he, as long as he just doesn't play like Zach Wilson, if he just plays like a mediocre QB, I think they can get, they can get more wins than they need, but it's going to be a tough ask for them.
0: It is really sad to see just with especially how good their defense has been for the most part throughout the year. To your point, Brees Hall and just I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. But God, seeing Aaron Rodgers on this team would
1: have been incredible this year. Oh, yeah, they would have been they would have been scary.
0: Definitely the uh, most uh, tantalizing of of all the teams right now, just as as far as what they could be. Yeah. Um, Then Seahawks 20, Titans 17. Seahawks really turned it on in the fourth quarter, getting two touchdowns. Um, They looked pretty dead for the first three quarters offensively, Uh, but they they got their shit together towards the end.
1: The Seahawks are also... I think the Seahawks-Steelers game is going to be really interesting um, this Sunday just because they're two teams that had pretty bad slumps and they're starting to get back into the win column and they're starting to put together Mm -hmm. a team the seahawks don't need the win as much as the steelers do on sunday i mean if the steelers lose they're effectively out i think the seahawks still could make the playoffs even if they drop on sunday Mm -hmm. um but i don't know the seahawks team has some things going for it but compared to the upper end talent in the nfc i just don't see them doing much in the playoffs like i would I think I have a lot more faith in the Rams. I have a lot more faith in the 49ers, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the lions. There's, there's not a lot about the Seahawks that really impress me. Um, I, I and think corners that, have regressed yeah. a little bit too. They haven't been as exciting as they were last year.
0: Yeah. I think that, uh, they, it, it really hurts them that uh, I think that the top probably four to five NFC teams, like you mentioned are just, they're just so set in stone. Uh, yeah. that, yeah, it's just, it's just hard for them to find any room up at the top to be any
1: good. Yeah, and I just don't – and they're going to be playing away. And the Seahawks have a very large home field advantage. Um, just traveling out west for a lot of teams, um, just the way that stadium sounds is crazy. <laughs> oh I mean, they have a huge home field advantage. So, I mean, if they were in contention to win – the NFC West, you know, you could say, all right, well, maybe these guys could go on a little bit of a run, but I think them having to be road warriors to the whole playoffs, uh, it's going to be a lot to ask. Fair enough. Uh,
0: Colts, Falcons, Falcons whooped that ass, 29-10.
1: Yeah, it makes the oh, makes yeah. the Steelers lost them a little bit more embarrassing, I think, about it. Um, but <laughs> the Colts, I, I think the whole AFC South sucks. I mean... It's there's really not much that any of them do in that's impressive. I mean, when we get to the Jags, we'll talk about a little bit more, but I mean the Jags are like the fifteenth ranked offense and like the twenty-fifth ranked defense. Um, I think the Colts have a kind of similar spread where I think they're somewhere in the teens on both offense and defense. I think the um Texans are in the same boat. Um I think even the Titans are kind of in that same area too, despite having a worse record. Um there's just not a whole lot that the Colts do particularly well. They're just an average football team. Um, and you know, when you're an average football team, you're going to drop games like this, um, going to Atlanta. Um, even though the Atlanta Falcons suck, it's just, if you're not this team that has anything, has this large identity, you can't run the ball better than other people. You can't pass the ball better than other people. You don't have a strong pass rush. You don't have a strong linebacking core. You don't have a good secondary. You don't have amazing special teams. Like if you have none of that, you're going to lose these types of games on a consistent basis. You're not going to just be able to go in there and beat the bad teams. Like a team that would have a dominant pass rusher or a dominant secondary or a dominant passing game. So, It's going to be hard for the Colts to really, again, find their playoff spots. And I think the Colts and the Texans just have the advantage of at least they've beat some of the other AFC wildcard teams. So they have those tiebreakers. But it's just a large ask looking at the schedules for both the Colts and the Texans to do better than nine and eight. Um, I don't know how they're going to win their last two games, both of those teams. So.
0: Fair enough. Speaking of mid teams, the uh, Green Bay Packers did win by three over Carolina, the two and thirteen Carolina Panthers.
1: Carolina Panthers.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, Bryce Young looked okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. and you know, Jordan Love had a decent day as well, but just I'm sorry, two the two and thirteen Panthers. You should beat them by more than three, even
1: even if and, you and are. It went, like seven and days. it also went into overtime. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty confident that game went into overtime. Um, I'm not seeing anything for overtime. okay. maybe they hit a last second field goal. Maybe that was a maybe it was about to go to overtime and
0: oh yeah, yeah, they did with 19 seconds left.
1: okay. Yeah. still, like by the skin of your teeth you beat the panthers. Yeah. like <laughs> it's not a good look for the and I mean to be fair, Green Bay has outperformed their expectations this year. I don't think anybody was really expecting them to be a playoff team. Yeah. I'm sure Packers fans <laughs> did, but you know, they're, they're doing better than they, than they should. Jordan love, you know, is looking better than he should as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the Packers have a little bit of a bright future. I don't think this is the year they're really going to make the playoffs. If they do make the playoffs, good luck against It'd
0: be a miracle.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're hoping you're the five seed and you play the NFC South team if you're the pack, if you're the Packers, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I
0: mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the bright future, though. If if they can just you know get a little bit of help on that offensive line and and get some really dynamic, truly dynamic wide receivers for love, I think that they'll be pretty good moving forward. It's yeah, just, they, how it's
1: they definitely need a, a true wide receiver. One, I love Dobbs, but Dobbs is not the guy you He's want. He's a two. He is a two. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it,
0: and that's okay.
1: You know, there's every, nothing wrong every, about
0: you. Every team needs a wide uh, a wide receiver two. Just yeah, Dobbs is just not a wide receiver. One, no. Uh, Lions thirty, Viking, Vikings twenty four. That was also a, uh, that was a lot closer than I thought it would be.
1: Well, the Vikings were in the position to win, but again, they don't. I mean, their offense is just not enough to to pull out those wins for them. Losing Kirk was huge. I mean, yeah. again, it's one of the, it's the same exact situation as the Packers. I think if the Vikings sneak into the playoffs there you're hoping you pull the NFC South team and you're hoping you get some division madness with the lions. Right. Yeah. But if you're, if you're the seven seed and you got to go play the two seed, you're, you're looking at the Eagles. Eagles Eagles Oh yeah. (laughs) It's only those two options, right?
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's, it's definitely not going to be Cowboys. So Yeah. Yeah pain but i i mean justin jefferson did his thing i I do love having him in fantasy great pick uh and then mullins with four interceptions i mean that's that's rough there's someone else who had four interceptions but we're not quite to that game just yet (laughs) we'll get there (laughs) (laughs) next we have uh the buccaneers winning 30 to 12 over the jags
1: did so um that's that's the thing we can get into a little bit when we get into the MVP discussion later on, but I mean oh, Baker Rick
0: Mayfield for MVP?
1: That's- yeah, I mean he's got better stats <laughs> than Lamar, and he's winning his division. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <clears> what <throat> kind of crazy timeline would that? Be? <laughs> I think I would love it. I mean, I'm not a Baker guy. You know, I when when Baker was on the Browns, um, and that was a time where I was going to college in Ohio. I used to always just like whenever people would start talking shit, I'd always just show them the police footage of him getting fucking bought, clotheslined by that cop. <laughs> but um, I think Baker looks great. I mean, he's he's been amazing for the Bucks this year. He's had a couple of you know tough Baker games, but you know but I mean he's Baker's been a Baker. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's what we were talking about with the Colts and the te- and the, and the Texans the Jags like like I said I think they're around 15 to 17 in offensive rankings this year and they're around like 22 to 25 for defensive rankings this year yeah. they're they they do not do anything well yeah they just they just don't do anything well they don't have a great passing like we can go through the whole spiel again but they just don't have anything that stands out to you they're just a mediocre roster from top to bottom and that type of team again is going to lose these types of games to the bucks where the bucks are catching fire you have people playing to their fullest potential and if you're just a mediocre roster you're not you don't stand a chance um and that's what that's where the jags are and again i could see the whole nfc south the jags the texans the titans they could all go nine and eight uh just because there's no guaranteed wins in their schedule i mean they just don't look great and it sucks because I'm glad we didn't do preseason predictions because I picked the Jacks to go the Super Bowl this year. Um, just because I thought, I thought Trevor, I thought Trevor Lawrence was going to have an MVP season. I thought, okay, this is it. This is where he proves why he went number one overall, why he was touted as the next Andrew Luck prospect. I was like, he's going to throw like 5,000 yards, 40 touchdowns. I was like, he's going to be the next best guy in the NFL. Like he's going to be in that discussion, but he just has not looked like that this year. And we have not I, I seen just, that I just want to make
0: sure that we're talking about sunshine from remember the Titans, right? <laughs>
1: okay. Hey, I I'm not on that boat anymore, but before the season started, I was like, dude, Trevor Lawrence is going to be crazy. And <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Hyped up the wrong guy. i the division, uh, right. But wrong guy.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, Chicago beating uh, Arizona by 11. That actually surprised me. Um, I mean, Kyler Murray did play better this week than he did last week. You know, you can mm-hmm. tell that he's still coming back from injury. He's not going to be 100%. Um, it also doesn't help that, you know, they don't have really anybody particularly good for him to throw to. Um,
1: nope.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it shouldn't be the instance that you're, uh, unless your running back is CMC, your running back should not be regularly your number one wide receiver. Um, no. Yeah. No. So, ugly game, ugly score. Go Bears!
1: Hey, the bear. uh, I saw a scenario where the Bears can still make the playoffs, so you know, it could happen.
0: I would cheer my ass off for Chicago (laughs) in the playoffs. Them, them, and the Bucks, bro. I will, I will cheer for both of them with my whole heart. (laughs) Uh, So,
1: we'll see. They're going to get eliminated this week, but it would be, it would be electric if the Bears make the playoffs somehow.
0: That would be so much fun. Uh Cowboys, Dolphins. Oof, this one hurt my feelings.
1: Yeah, I'll Uh, let you go on this one. (laughs) ah, Thanks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Man, it's just so frustrating because it's this is now the third week in a row, I want to say, that we've just been absolutely torched in the running game. And it's no different from last year. And I'm just so sick of it. And Whenever we initially drafted Micah Parsons, the whole point was for him to play linebacker, but then occasionally you know, rush on the edge to get some additional pressure. And once they yeah. realized how good he was at that, they're like, okay, we're just gonna make him full- time DN. That needs to stop. He needs to go back to linebacker. We need, especially with Leighton Van Der Esch out, we and no DeMarvian overshone for the entire season, who was supposed to help with that and didn't. Uh, Mozzie Smith hasn't lived up to the expectations of being a first round pick, uh, you know, to try and shore up the middle. It's time to move him because we will not win a playoff game if people can run for 200 yards on us on it with any given running back. It doesn't really matter who it is.
1: So. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's the the Cowboys. Again, we're looking dominant, but people figured out, hey, there's not a there's not a run defense here. So yeah, if you just run up the gut and you just do it and you control the ball the time of possession. Again, it's defense by time of possession. Just don't give Dak the ball. Don't give them a chance to score yeah. and just run down their throats and they're screwed. There's not a whole lot you can do about that.
0: And I, and I knew as soon as, uh, uh you know, once we scored and I saw, I mean, if you give any competent NFL quarterback four minutes for a last drive, they're going to at least get a field goal. And that's and all. And again, it's, mean.
1: and they were able just to, they were able just to run the ball because they had four minutes, you know, they had yeah. that time of possession and they were able to. Yeah.
0: Also why we were playing, uh, uh you know, 12 yards back from Tyreek Hill. I don't understand, especially on that last drive. Oh, you know, uh, yeah. You, you, you got to have somebody thick to press him. And then whenever he runs past him, have the safety help, but you can't just, I mean, he would catch it with, you know, four yards of space in front of him. And then he's arguably the fastest man in the NFL. You just, you just can't do that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to talk about the disaster of my Dallas Cowboys anymore. We'll talk about a different disaster in the Patriots Broncos. Woo-hoo! This was probably my favorite game of the week.
1: <laughs> so, again, it's a shame that Danny isn't here this week because this was one of the things I was talking to him about is he was like, no, the the, the Broncos look really good. They're probably going to make the playoffs about three weeks ago. And I'm like, no, the Broncos winning formula is so unsustainable. Like, they're not good. Again, it's the same situation as those AFC South teams. They're not good in any respective area. And Russell Wilson is not like this clutch quarterback. He's just been getting really lucky in the, like the drives he's getting with Cortland Sutton making these amazing plays. And so we're here and we're looking at it now and it's like, okay, the Broncos are effectively eliminated and they're especially now eliminated because they're benching Russ for Jarrett Stidham for the last two weeks.
0: Yeah. Which I wanted to get into that a little bit. That's, I mean, you're basically throwing in a towel, uh, throwing in the towel at that point because they're going to lose these last two games. You know, I, I know that Russ isn't the Russ that, you know, he was in Seattle, especially whenever he was younger and he was more mobile, but he's still definitely (laughs) your better option. He's
1: better than Jarrett Stidham. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I didn't even know Stidham was still in the league. I thought, I thought he was out.
1: Yeah. I thought he was backing up in the XFL or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so it's just, it's a shame to see just how badly the hopes and dreams of the Denver Broncos have died um, it was bad enough last season, but, you know, they seemed they seemed like they were kind of getting it together, like like Danny said, at one point And then, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just just hasn't been a good go. I feel bad for them.
1: Well, and honestly, a lot of people are really up in arms about the Broncos benching their players or benching Russ for the last two weeks and saying that it's openly tanking and they're trying to get a better draft pick. But that's not what's going on. What's going on? Yeah, is it's with his contract. They wanna, isn't it? Yeah, they want to cut him next year. <laughs> they yeah, want to cut or they, cut, cut or cut. they want to, they want to trade him. And if he plays the next two weeks and he gets injured, he they gets
0: guaranteed money. Yep. Yeah.
1: So yeah. it's, it's a smart move by the Broncos. Russ isn't taking you anywhere. You want to get that monkey off your back as soon as you can. Next year is the time to do it. And at least they were smart enough to give them an out unlike the Browns were. So, yeah.
0: and there should be some, uh, some, uh, I mean, if they plan on going the draft route for a quarterback, there should be some good quarterbacks for them to, To pick up, you know, in in the mid first, because that's probably about where they'll be picking.
1: Yeah, they can get that Washington dude, dude, the Michael Penix or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that's about where you're supposed to go.
0: Uh, Raiders Chiefs. Oh, man. Oh, man. The downfall of the great Chiefs nation.
1: (laughs) Well, again, before (laughs) before they benched Russ, there was a situation where the week 18 Raiders Broncos game could have been for the division. Like, nothing could have gone right with the Chiefs losing and the Denver Broncos and the Las Vegas Raiders winning that they could have had a week 18 divisional matchup to win the division uh, which is insane to think about.
0: well I, I just I it's fun to it's funny to watch the downfall of the Chiefs at this point now just because I mean, and I know that I didn't talk about it with y'all at the beginning of the season, but this is something that like I talked about with like my friends, and my dad and stuff just about not bringing back Tyree kill was a major mistake as we've seen. And, you know, even as great as Mahomes is, you know, Kelsey is getting up there in age. He is just, he's on a natural decline. I'm not saying that he's still not Travis Kelsey. He's still great yep. and all, but he's not who Travis Kelsey was three, four or five years ago. And not at all. And whenever you don't have a very good running game on top of your receivers all suck. I mean, you can be the greatest quarterback ever. It doesn't really matter. It is is a 22-man game. And one guy is not going to win it all for you if you don't set him up for success. And they've also got uh, issues with their offensive line. I mean, uh, he got sacked, what, four or five times yesterday? Yeah got popped several times other than that, too. Like, it wasn't just, like, the four sacks.
1: Yeah. I mean, Max Crosby had, like, 10 pressures or something crazy. Like, he was in the backfield the entire game.
0: Yeah, just – I, you know, it, they just haven't invested the way that they should in their, you know, franchise quarterback. Yeah, they gave him a lot of money, but you also have to give him weapons. You also got to give him protection. And they haven't done that. And the Chiefs defense has honestly been pretty solid this season.
1: And, well, and, and that's why I don't necessarily disagree with their decision to let Tyreek go because they wanted the extra money to build a really solid defense around him. Which we've seen when you have a franchise quarterback, if you just give them a really good defense, they're probably gonna win. I mean, Tom Brady did not have to play out every year, though. but he doesn't have any weapons, and that's the issue. Exactly. Is they didn't do enough to at least bring in some wide receiver talent. Yeah. I mean, they've lost two games alone because of Kadarius Tony. I mean,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, one of them being against the Eagles. I, I I don't know the other one, but
1: the very first week with the Lions. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like, they just don't have receivers and I mean, yeah, they'll probably make the playoffs and maybe they'll shock people and go a little bit further than when, where they're not supposed to, where they're not favored, but they really need to draft a good weapon in the first round. And I think if you're the chiefs, you, you trade up for somebody. I mean, you're not going to get Marvin Mm -hmm. Harris, Marvin Harrison, Jr. But you know, you get the second, third option mid of the first round. Like you got to make a move because if not, like, you know, Mahomes is going to get sick of it eventually and just say, screw it, I'm going to leave. You know?
0: Uh, someone that they could probably get uh, with their pick would be uh, Xavier Worthy.
1: That's, that's, uh, and that that's true. Yeah.
0: And he could very, very well fit into that Tyreek Hill mold. So, yeah. uh, let's see. What does that leave us with? Giants, Eagles. No one's surprised with that. 33 25 Eagles. Poor DeVito. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> DeVito's over. Done. Yep. His insanity run was cut short.
1: I mean, it wasn't that impressive of a insanity run no. to begin with. But it, was it was fun. Just, it was fun. But <laughs> it was fun. It wasn't as fun as insanity. <laughs>
0: no, no, insanity was crazy.
1: Um, uh, yeah, I, Tommy DeVito will be fine. He's gonna get a bunch of, you know, a, sponsorships TV and TV's ad to revenue. Somebody, yeah. He's gonna get ad revenue in New York local New York markets for the rest of his life. You know, He went out there played some football for a little bit and. He'll get a bag doing Capicola advertisements yeah. and be chilling.
0: He'll he'll write a, a self-help book, you know, motivate the, yeah. the youngsters and call it a day.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And then last on our docket, uh, Ravens, 33, 49ers, 19. Brock Purdy comes down.
1: <laughs> yeah. And to your nice. point that
0: you that you said two weeks ago – Lamar is probably now cemented himself as the MVP. We'll get into that more later, obviously. But, yeah, Ravens look
1: like the team to beat. No, they absolutely do. I mean, they're – and I think a lot of it just comes from the way they game plan on defense. I mean, Brock Purdy, he loves those kind of open, middle-of-field routes, and that's what he looks for, and they just constantly were blocking that out from him. And they essentially – told Shanahan they were like hey if you want to win this game Brock Purdy's got to throw the ball downfield and that wasn't going to happen
0: yeah and four interceptions later we realized that uh, Brock Purdy is not him yeah as uh as Cam Newton said he is a game manager
1: and the thing is is that's all you need sometimes I mean yeah truly and I think again I think Brock Purdy gets a lot of on again it's it's the modern kind of like media outlets where it's just like everybody either everybody either is a fraud or everybody just sucks and there's no like genuine good teams or anything like that and again i think brock purdy is a qb you would take over honestly the majority of the starters that are starting this year especially with most of them being backups Mm -hmm. so yeah him throwing four picks it sucks but we always knew he wasn't on the caliber of the Lamars, the Patrick Mahomes, the Jalen Hurts, the Dak Prescott's like we knew he wasn't in that tier. Um, So Debo
0: Samuels thinks so, but I mean, I, I get yeah. it though. That's his guy. He's got to stick up for his guy. And exactly. You know, and I, I will never knock somebody for having a bad game. Everybody has a bad game. He has played pretty damn well.
1: And, and the thing is, is that Baltimore defense is arguably yes. the best unit in the league. They are disgusting. And yeah. So Hem throwing four picks. I don't think it's burn the house down, get panic. 49ers no. are probably going to be fine, but it definitely makes the Ravens a lot scarier.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock is still still the guy in San Fran, but, yeah, to your point, the Ravens are frightening. I am – I I think that they're going to win it all, at least at this point, but we shall see.
1: Well, cool. Yeah, hopefully That's- not, but <laughs> –
0: <laughs> <laughs> that that takes us to the end of segment 1. We will be right back after this message. Thank you all for tuning in.
1: Are you looking for a podcast to advertise your business? Well, you're in luck. Here at the Forkdown Fiasco, we're looking for show sponsors. Whether you want to be a platinum sponsor and be mentioned at the beginning and end of every episode or you just want a simple 30 or 60 second ad, we got you covered. If you're interested in having a spot on our show, you can reach us at fourthdownfiasco@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's fourthdownfiasco@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We are excited to hear from you and even more excited to have you on the show. Join the Fiasco family now.
0: All right, and welcome back, everybody. It is me, Jordan Pryor, along with my guy, Tanner Vinsky uh we are going to be previewing some uh games for week 17 here uh as well as looking at the overall uh playoff picture so um a thursday night's game which if you're listening to this it will be tonight uh jets browns <laughs> uh the exact same franchise just two different colors um, <laughs> this is going to be fun it's going to be ugly um I'm thinking that there's going to at least be uh, <laughs> two more Flacco interceptions on this. I think that Cleveland will eke it out though and win by like 3 or something like that personally. What about you?
1: I'm actually going to go the opposite. I'm going to I'm going to be a little little spicy cheeky with it. I think yeah. I think it's about time for the Browns to drop a game. They haven't dropped a game in a while here and I think it's it's going to be a tough ask for Flacco to get over that. Jets defense and I think as long as Zach Wilson mitigates being a borderline non-backup QB <laughs> um I think the Jets will be fine I think as long as Garrett Wilson can hit the ball out and I think if they can run the ball with Brees Hall I think they can control the time of possession The Browns run defense has or the Browns run offense has not been good at all on these last few weeks, so they're really going to have to rely on Joe Flacco, and I think it's going to be a tough ask for Joe Flacco to to beat this Jets defense.
0: I will say though, uh, Zach Wilson playing any type of comp, uh, competent football against that Browns D line might be a, might be a little
1: rough. <laughs> oh, it's gonna it's it's definitely more of an ask to have Zach Wilson play yeah. more competently than Joe Flacco, but yeah. I I think this is one that's going to be a little bit of an upset.
0: It's going to be an ugly game, like a 1916 type of game.
1: Oh, it's going to be awful football. But there's (laughs) going to be so much fun. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then uh, Saturday, we have only one game on Saturday this upcoming week. mm, Lions-Cowboys. I mean, it's going to be home uh, in Dallas. So I do like the odds there. I don't think that the Cowboys are going to drop another game. Hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed, but also the Lions are a damn good football team and they have a coach that they believe in. And so uh, I just feel like back-to-back weeks I've called the Cowboys winning and they've lost. So just for karma purposes, Cowboys are going to lose by seven.
1: You know what? We're actually going to disagree again. I think the Cowboys are <laughs> going to win this game. <laughs> because I'm only doing it for karma purposes right I know, <laughs> I know. But I think – I mean the Cowboys have not lost a home game yet this year. I think there's some truth to that. So I think it's, I think they're going to upset the, the lions. Fair enough. Actually the odds, the odds are minus six Dallas. So,
0: wow, that is a generous line. I figured at least people would like three
1: or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dolphins Ravens. that will be a good game, but I'm gonna give it to the Ravens, especially since it'll be in Baltimore.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's a probably, it's a good lock for the Ravens to win. Mm-hmm. um obviously as much as i don't want to see it um but it actually might be good because maybe then the rest are starters against pittsburgh and we need a team so don't <laughs> <So we'll see. laughs>
0: you're working for that karma bills yeah, exactly. Pats. Uh, i'm gonna go with the bills on that this one even though they're you know the bills and they've had such an up and down season it's the past the Pats are just bad and have been bad for the
1: past two seasons oh i think the bills absolutely should stomp the pats should sure. I think? Sure. I think I think Bill Belichick is so petty that I think he's going to have a defensive masterclass here. <laughs> and I think That would be beautiful. I don't know. I it, there's just something that speaks to me. I'm if I was to bet, I would still bet on the Bills to win. But there's just something in my heart that tells me that the Patriots are gonna are gonna win this one.
0: Uh, well, uh, I'm calling Josh Allen two interceptions this game. Win yeah. or
1: lose, he's throwing two picks. <laughs>
0: Falcons, That's Bears. Oof. Battle of the Mid over here.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's in Chicago. So I'll probably, I think it's probably just safe to take Chicago. Yeah. Um,
0: Both are awful teams, but it'll be one of those ugly, fun games. Yeah. Raiders, Colts. I'm going with the Raiders on this one.
1: I'm actually, I'm going to say the same. I think. The Raiders have sparked life. I think they have something to compete for, and I think they see that they can actually potentially have a division or make a playoff berth. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to play a lot harder than the Colts would. I mean, the Colts looked awful last week. Yeah. And I think yeah, the Raiders, they, they look like
0: a team on the decline, for sure.
1: Yeah, and the Raiders, I mean, they, they haven't looked great this year either, but, I mean, they're 7-8 and eight now, and that defense is actually pretty damn good. So... I think they're going to give Minshew a hard time,
0: for sure. Panthers, Jags, battle of the cats. I will have to give it to the Jags, especially since it's in Jacksonville, and the Panthers are just that bad.
1: I think it's going to be the Jags, but I absolutely take the spread. Um, I think the Panthers are going to make it close. I don't think oh, the it, I don't it, think the it, Jags I mean, are going to win point. by six and a half.
0: <laughs> it, it'll it'll be it'll come down to a field goal somewhere. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Titans, Texans. Mm. Just don't know with CJ out.
1: Yeah, I think with CJ out, I think that I think I would feel more confident taking the Titans. I think the Titans are better than their record. Um, and I, I don't know. I think division football, Titans are playing better football than they should. They have a they have a worse record than they should. I think things will start to even out a little bit, and I think the Texans are gonna suffer from not having their starting quarterback in.
0: Fair enough. Rams Giants, uh, give me the Rams on that one. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, and on the spread's five and a half. Honestly, I think I think Rams win by at least seven in that one.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be too shocked by that either.
0: Cardinals Eagles, Battle of the Bird shit. Uh, Eagles, especially since it'll be in Philadelphia. I it's going to be that in Philly. Be, yeah. yeah, I don't think that's going to be a particularly close one. Um Saints Bucks. <laughs> uh I'm going with Bucks. Let's do it. Baker Mayfield's taking us to the
1: promised land, baby. Yeah, I think honestly with the Bucks schedule, they might go 10 and 7, which is kind of insane. Crazy. Yeah. Cuz I thought the I thought the Bucks were going to go like 6 and 11. <laughs> so Yeah, I don't know. I think they're way better than the Saints. It's division football, so there's always some wacky Always things so that could happen yeah. but, but it, i, I it think the Tampa, bet.
0: so yeah cool let's see what's left 49ers commies eh, commies are gonna get stomped. yep i don't think that'll be Woo. <laughs> the spread is 13 and the sad yeah. thing is is i think it might be it worse be. than that
1: yeah it might be a little too low honestly
0: yeah um steelers seahawks Ooh, how are you feeling about that
1: I hate that it's in Seattle. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. always plays terribly on the West Coast. They play well in Arizona, but they don't play well in California or, or Washington. So that's I yeah, I don't like them traveling all the way to the West Coast. Um, I don't like that they have JSN in the slot either because the Steelers' middle line... We're on our fourth string middle linebacker. So that's going to be really bad for the middle of the field. I mean... It, I think it's going to be a time of possession game. As long as Pittsburgh can get turnovers, I think we're going to be fine. If if it's one of those things where Pittsburgh gets two to three turnovers, they win. If they can't get turnovers, they're going to lose. Um, but that's just, that's just the formula they've been playing all year. If they get picks, if they get fumbles, they win those games. And if they don't get it, then they're just not going to be able to keep up.
0: Wow, it's almost like winning the turnover battle is important.
1: Yeah, but for the Steelers, it's their only winning formula. Like, if they lose the if they lose the turnover battle, it's over. Like they're they're dead in the water.
0: Uh, Bengals Chiefs, and it's in Kansas City. I think it's gonna be the Chiefs. Patty's pissed. Nobody likes Patty.
1: Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, they need to bounce back. This is a good team to bounce back against. Mm -hmm. the The Chiefs play the Bengals hard after the whole Burrowhead thing, anyways. So they. You know, I think they'll they'll be more than happy to kick the shit out of the Bengals and for sure. Have them close their door in the playoff hopes.
0: Uh Chargers Broncos, that's gonna be an ugly game in Denver. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, even with Russ being benched, I, I don't really feel Denver confident. Like <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> feel confident in the Chargers pulling that one off.
0: Yeah.
1: Um mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the Chargers do it just because Jared Stidham is like really doesn't do anything at a professional level well, and at least Easton Stick can move the ball, you know. Uh, so we'll do it, but it's gonna be a terrible game. I mean, it's two backup quarterbacks playing each other. Both of them really shouldn't be starting. It'll it'll be a both football. of them
0: should be in the XFL.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Or in the uh, European League of Football, that'd be fun. Oh yeah, there we go. Uh, last game on the docket. It looks like Packers Vikings. Is there no Monday? Oh, uh, college playoffs. Yeah. Started. College
1: playoffs. Okay. Yep. I
0: was about to say, why is there no Monday game? but that makes sense. Okay.
1: Hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's at, it's at Minnesota. So I'll take Minnesota. I think that it's one of those Minnesota games where it's division there. football. Whoever's playing home, I think has a better chance. And that's really, that's really all it is. They're, to me the the Packers and the Vikings are pretty much the same exact team. They play in the same division they're both 7 and 8.
0: Yeah.
1: They neither of them are really great in any areas. Minnesota has a really strong receiving core, but they're on a backup QB. Green Bay has a really decent QB, but doesn't have a receiving core. I mean, there's <laughs> both their defenses are kind of ranked around the same area, I believe too. Um, if you if you combine the teams together,
0: that's a Super Bowl winner.
1: Dude, that team would be insane.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Cool. That's, uh, That's all the games for this upcoming week. Now, looking at the playoff picture, I have it pulled up. Those that have clinched playoff spots in the AFC, it's only the Ravens and Dolphins. In the NFC, 49ers, Eagles, Lions, and Cowboys have all clinched playoff spots. And the Hunt in the AFC... Chiefs, Jags, Browns, Bills, Colts. On the bubble is Texans, Bengals, maybe Steelers. I'll let you have that one. And then for the NFC, in uh, on the bubble is Bucks, Rams, Seahawks, uh, Vikings, Packers, and I guess the Saints.
1: You missed a couple that still actually have a chance. There's they got the Broncos basically. They got the they got the Raiders and the Broncos at uh, twelve and seven percent respectively, and then they have the Falcons at eleven and the Bears at uh, less than one. Brother,
0: (laughs) Broncos are not making the playoffs.
1: (laughs) No, I don't. I don't think the Broncos and Bears are going to make it. I think they're done. But there's there's Bears in the
0: playoffs. Let's go, baby.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's what we're all rooting for.
0: I mean, again, I would go I would I would buy a Justin Fields jersey if if they made the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to be annoying. Um honestly, with the way that it's shaping out, I mean, let's see, who's so if it were to end today, Chiefs would be third, Jags would be fourth, Browns fifth, Bills sixth, Colts seventh. So if the Ravens have a bye, what does that mean? Two versus seven, Colts, Dolphins. Then you would have Chiefs, Bills, Jags, Browns. Honestly, if I'm the Browns, it, I'd, I'd be okay with playing the Jags in that, in that yeah. first round.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a good matchup for them. And, um, and honestly, if I'm the Bills, I, I mean, wouldn't feel too bad about playing the Chiefs. Yeah.
0: Yeah, truly, truly, truly. So I, I think I think the AFC playoffs will be a lot more fun than NFC. I feel like NFC it's going to be 49ers are going to smack the absolute shit out of the Seahawks if if it were to end today and this is where everybody's at. Mm-hmm. Um I think Eagles I don't know. Rams would be exciting, but I still think Eagles would edge it out.
1: Well, that wouldn't be Eagles Rams. That would be it would be Eagles, Seahawks, and it'd be Lions Rams. So, oh, you're so Stafford right. returning back Aww. to Detroit.
0: Yeah. First round bye. my bad. Yep. Oh, that actually makes it more interesting. Okay.
1: It's an interesting game. And again, if the bucks play up to their potential could be kind of fun against them, against the Cowboys, I think they would still lose, but I think there's a little bit more. I think if the bucks and the Rams stay in, I think those are two teams that are interesting. And I think that seven seed who really cares. I mean, that seven seed is just going to show up to get, to get knocked out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, some some good stuff on the horizon. I mean, for the most part, this is probably what the uh, playoff picture is going to be. I don't foresee there being a whole lot of movements in these, just because we
1: have what two weeks left. So, I think the AFC has a lot more movement than the NFC. I think, I think There's we're definitely going to see. It, yeah. I think we're definitely going to see the Browns and the Bills in. But I think that seven seed, really, I think Colts, Texans, Steelers, Raiders. All have a shot at it.
0: Oh my gosh, I, I'm looking at these records now. You're so right. Yeah, Steelers yeah. eight and seven, Bengals eight and seven, Texans eight and seven, Colts
1: yeah. eight and seven. Yeah, no, that that last seed in the AFC is really interesting. I think there's a lot of things that'll go according. Again, I don't think it's going to be an AFC t- South team because I think all three of them are going to finish nine and eight, and the Jags are so going to take the division. Um, so then I think that really leaves it down to Bengals, Steelers, Raiders, um, and I don't see the Bengals doing it just because they have Chiefs and the Browns, and that's going to be really tough for them.
0: Well, Raiders would have to rely on a lot of stuff going their way, too, so I don't even necessarily – I mean, yes, statistically, they're still there.
1: Well, I don't think the Raiders are that far off because if everybody finishes 9-8, and the Raiders are the ones that get in. They're the ones that take that seventh seed. And so you're really just expecting teams to just lose one of their last two. Who do the Raiders play? And uh,
0: they, they can play Indy next week.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, if the Raiders beat Indy, they if they effectively knock Indy out. They're still alive. Yeah. A lot. And then they and then they get to go play Denver at home. You know? Oh, is that AD. their
0: last game? Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay.
1: No. I, I think the Raiders do have a realistic chance. I wouldn't bet on it. Um, but I don't gamble to begin with, so yeah, exactly, me there. Not either. a problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. But I think that seven seed's going to be interesting. I mean, and a bunch of the other teams go 10, seven and they're out. You know, mm-hmm. it's it, it's not entirely locked in on that side. I think the NFC is a lot more safe with where it is besides that seven seed. I think the Rams are just way better than a lot of those other eight and seven teams. There are seven and eight teams. And then I think the bucks are the best of their division. Yeah. So it really just comes down to who's going to take seven and really you're pulling either the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Packers, or one of the NFC South teams and who really cares at that point. Fair.
0: Yeah. Again, still wouldn't bet on it. But uh, speaking of betting, I do have Vegas Insider pulled up to look at the MVP race. And uh, I know we took a look at this earlier. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, Joe Flacco is number 12 in MVP uh, odds right now. So if it's it spicy. Yes, tied with T.J. Watt. So, if you're feeling spicy about Joe Flacco winning the MVP, if you put down $100, you will win $25,000. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the uh, top five, Lamar, uh, CMC, Josh Allen, Tua, I'm surprised after four interceptions that Brock still gets to be in the top five. I think Tyreek should have leapfrogged him personally. Yeah. Um, But besides that, I think that that's about right. And then 6-7-8 uh, is Tyreek, Dak, Jalen. I, I think for the most part, if you just look at body of work, this is right. I would still think that CMC should win it, but it's a quarterback award. So it's it's so hard to win it as running back.
1: Yeah. Um, I think – let me go look at CMC stats right now. I think if he breaks a certain amount of – because that's what people were talking about with Tyree Kill. If Tyree Kill broke two thousand, he would probably get it. But I don't think Tyree Kill's on pace to get two thousand anymore.
0: No, not anymore. He's, uh, I think he's at like sixteen fifty-ish, somewhere in that yeah. range.
1: So, so let's see. Right now, um, CMC is at fourteen hundred rushing yards, fourteen touchdowns. With why are you not showing me the
0: receiving? Sixty-three receptions. That's all I have. It's not giving me the
1: yards. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure he has a lot of receiving yards. So
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's CMC. Um let's see. Come on, give me his receiving yards.
1: Yeah, I don't know why Pro Football Reference is not showing me what I need to see.
0: Yeah, ESPN's not helping your boy out either right now. I'm just going to Google the CMC
1: receiving yards 2023. Oh, here we go. I found it. He has 537 receiving with seven touchdowns. So he's at 21 touchdowns on the year Mm -hmm. with about almost 2K um, combined. Yeah, Yeah. All scrimmage yards. So, I mean, I think if he breaks that 2K route, I think if he breaks the two K, which he probably will in two games, and if he gets somewhere close to twenty five touchdowns, I he probably does leapfrog Lamar. Um,
0: I don't know. I just know that since it's such a quarterback heavy award, that I mean at this point, as long as as long as Lamar plays. You know, up to just normal Lamar standard for the last two games, I just think it would be hard for him to be leapfrogged. Now, if he does have a game where he throws like three picks or something like that, yeah, I definitely think CMC leapfrogs him then. but if yeah. if he just plays clean football for the next two games, I think it would be hard to for him to get leapfrogged.
1: No, I agree. I think it's it's most likely gonna be Lamar's award, but mm-hmm. I think if he plays two bad weeks of football, yeah, I don't know. could get interesting. Um, I mean,
0: even if he plays one bad week of football at this point, you know, because no. Brock went from one to five from just one bad week. Yeah. So.
1: No, I, I really don't think a quarterback should win it this year. Um, I think if a quarterback should win it, it should absolutely be Lamar just because he's having a really great season. The most consistent um, season. Um, yeah, the probably. most consistent of yeah. all the quarterbacks. Um, But I really don't think quarterback makes sense this year. There's just nobody who's really playing up to their potential. There has been a lot of injuries. Give it to CMC. The, finer, the 49ers yeah. are probably going to have the best record in the NFL e, just because there's a chance the Ravens could drop a game. And I think Niners have a pretty easy schedule the last two weeks. Out, yeah. So. yeah.
0: Well, cool, cool, cool. Uh, any last remarks, my friend, before we close it out today?
1: No, I think we're good. I think we covered everything we needed to.
0: Cool. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been the 4th Down Fiasco. Again, my name is Jordan. With me is Tanner Vinsky. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next week with more scores, updates, stats, all the fun stuff.
1: Yep, yep, yep. See ya. Adios.
0: I keep doing a boat because they make me feel good.